Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Beyond the Basic Sports Podcast. I'm Nick Watson, joined with Diego Harrington. Hi. And Tristan. Hello. So today we are going to cover the past, well, since our last episode to now. It's pretty obvious. Um, it was, so, we kind of we went through some stuff. Yeah, we, we did, you know, but we're back and we're better. The Instagram page is up. Go check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, we have an Instagram Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we the do. Just so you guys know, I wasn't here last episode, obviously. So this is my first one. Dig, I'm a little behind. I didn't even know we had an Instagram page. I mean, yeah, I just it was really, I mean, it's been up for a while, but I haven't really, I haven't done anything until. I think yesterday, yeah. So well, it's got it's all set up now. So everyone we got go the logo, that. the link, the bio, We're official up and business down. page on Instagram. I don't really know the big difference between the business and regular page, other than you can do promotions, <laughs> which I feel like you can self promote even without an official business page. But yeah. that's not about sports, I, so we won't get into it. <laughs> the only different thing, it just says business. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting to get to, like, the blue check verified thing, like, just like that. And I'm like, nope, alright, whatever. <laughs> okay. So everyone go follow that up, beyond the basics. Alright, <laughs> right, so a big week in sports this week. Obviously, you got MLB come back. Baseball is back. America's pastime is no longer in the past past. Someone uh, watching the opening games last night, someone was saying that it's been the longest period without baseball, I think, in, like, history of the game. Wow. Which is kind of crazy to think about. Because, like, I don't know if it's the period without playing or, like, if it's a period without playing when they're supposed to be playing. Because, like, it, it's a decent amount of time. It's, like, two or three months between – well, yeah, it's, like, two-ish months I think that in counts, the offseason. I think that counts for, like, when they're supposed to be playing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's been a really oh, long yeah. time. Man, I just want everything to get back oh, to yeah. normal. Oh, yeah. We all do. We all do. We'll get there, though. Mm-hmm. We all will. So, I mean, big news in the MLB. Obviously, you got the opening day games. Last night, you had the World, World Series champion, Washington Nationals against the New York Yankees, and the Dodgers playing Giants. Now, if you're not into baseball, the reason why these games are probably big is because you got the powerhouse Yankees going, going up against the World Series champions from last year who have lost one of their star players in um, – Man, blanking on his name. Wow. It's kind of like watching this year's Raptors after losing Kawhi. Sure. Yeah. Or yeah. like watching the Patriots after losing Brady. Something. You know you know what you know what's crazy about the Nationals is that they lost Bryce Harper and they yeah, they they won the World Series the year right after. It was funny because they said in an interview, like, I always wanted, like, D.C. to win a championship. And they, like, the season that he said that in an interview, they ended up winning it. But he wasn't in D.C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> if he would have just stayed for one more year. Yeah, but I mean, he got he got paid in Philly. Yeah, but he got paid to go to. I probably. I'm not gonna lie, man. If you paid me that much money to go play for Philly, I. Alright, I'm sorry, but I mean, how are you not? Yeah. Like, look, you know, the thing is, is like, okay, so my favorite team is St. Louis. If I was playing in St. Louis and another team offered me like a crazy contract extension, I don't know. Like, I, I want to say that I'd stay in St. Louis because like, you know, I love St. Louis. They're my favorite team. Always have been, but it's like, how can you, how can you like turn away that much oh, yeah. money? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, people don't get that's not just normal. You know it's what I mean? Definitely not normal. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no. It, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for him. I really am. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think it's crazy how much money they yeah. gave him. And now Mookie Betts is about yeah. to make. He's about to make yeah, bank. Yeah, he, so, he already did. So, to those not aware, Mookie Betts oh, just signed a contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So, yeah, Red Sox fans all over the world probably uh, took that one hard, considering I think we all believe that we could get Mookie back without him ever playing a game in a Dodgers uniform. And now, probably the furth- furthest thing that we could ever possibly want or dream of happened. 12-year Three hundred and sixty-five million dollar contract. That's just crazy. Like, I I think it's just under hey. Mike Trout's contract, if it's not higher. But isn't it crazy how far we've come? Like, like things like this never ever existed before in oh, sports. Yeah. And now you have all these players that are making like okay, so this is an example. I saw something today where it was like Vince Carter has made like a hundred and eighty four million dollars or a hundred eighty eight million dollars in his career and in and for Stephen Curry in his you know he's been in the league for a little while now he's already made a lot more i think he I think he he makes like two hundred million dollars. It's something yeah. crazy like that like. Is, do you guys think that it could possibly like people could start getting paid even more in the future, or do you think this is where it's gonna just like flatline? I mean, like... so baseball is unique because unlike the NFL, there's no real salary cap. However, there's a luxury tax. So like, instead of capping the amount of money you can spend, like you can't go a penny over it. Like this is yeah. this is the money you're given to pay for player salaries and stuff. There's luxury tax, so theoretically you can spend what you want if you have the money on players. But like at a certain amount, you have to pay extra money in the luxury tax, which is supposedly the main yeah. reason why the Red Sox may let Mookie uh, Betts walk to avoid hitting the luxury tax, which. I'm sorry. I don't know how how you let a player like that walk away. I mean, who knows what if he'd accepted the contract. I don't know if I'd um, want him to have a 12 years, 300-something, $365 million contract with the Red Sox. Because I think at one point they were talking at 10. But, like, that, that, that is a lot of money for a club to spend on one player. 
And you got to yeah. think what this does to the Dodgers because now, so they have Mookie Betts, but they also have NL MVP Cody yeah. Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. They have Corey Seager, Clayton Kershaw, Kenley Jensen. Uh, the emerging star in Walker Bueller. Like, I mean, who? I, when do you run out of money? Because they also took up David Price's huge contract that he had from the Red Sox. Like, I don't, I don't know who owns the Dodgers, but if it's not like Bill Gates or Jimmy Buffett, I don't know where you're pumping all this money from. Dude, it's just a lot of money. Because yeah. that's a lot of talent. And to yeah. be able to spread money throughout all that talent, I don't know how you're going to do that. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes to your point I don't know, Tristan, I... earlier about the Nationals is that they lost they lost a, a lot of money keeping Harper, but they also saved a ton of money letting him go. But with that, they didn't have as much talent, yet they still went and won the World Series, even though they you were know, under 500. You know, the thing is, is, yeah, I think, I'm going to be honest with you, I think, like, I know you to win, you, you have to spend money. Mm-hmm. But I think it's crazy when you... Like you said, when you give one guy this ginormous contract, because it's like, okay, so so the Patriots do the opposite of it. They don't – I mean, yes, they – okay, so they've paid Stephon Gilmore a lot of money, obviously, like – and I'm sure there are other players that they've paid a lot of money, but they don't, they don't give you, like – they build a team, and they'll, they won't, like, overpay people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like they'll get these smaller guys, cheaper guys, and then they just they they coach them really well. You know what yeah. I mean? And they get these people that can do they can do a little bit of you know they they do what they do really well, and they can do other things really well. So then it's like you have it, it's it's a really it's a team that's built really well. You know they they they. You know, it's not like, oh, you know what? I'm going to pay Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell all this money so that I can't spend it anywhere else. You know what I mean? For that, they get these cheaper guys and, and, you know, that play just as well, you know? And then they don't have to worry about spending all this money. Mm -hmm. I think it's harder to do that in football because you have a cap, and even if you – and with the cap, it expands over years. So, like, if you had a huge contract five years ago, you're still paying that off. And it's and it's harder because with all the bigger contracts and more talent you have, it's a lot less money for depth or other players who you may not think about but are really important. Because, like, you look at the 49ers who built their linemen and their offensive line and defensive line, and they made it to the Super Bowl where, our, where like, the linebacker core – wasn't that great and the wide receiver core was injured half the time so yeah but then you can bring up with baseball is the fact that it's different because you can look at a team like the 2013 Red Sox who I think in a year where they needed to save a ton of money they they had a bunch of people sign with the team who arguably no one if they heard of them, they weren't like household names by any any means necessary, or they weren't heard. You know of. what this sounds like? 
Have you guys ever seen the movie Moneyball? Yeah. It's kind of like that, you know, where where uh, Brad Pitt goes and he gets these guys that nobody really wants. And it's it they're doing it all based on, I think it's like on base percentage. Yeah. And so it's like instead of overpaying or paying for these like big name guys to stay, yeah. you know, you get like, obviously like in the movie, it didn't work out if I recall, remember, you know, correctly, but it's, yeah, no. I mean, it kind of worked through the postseason. I mean, through the, you know, through the season. No, it yeah. I mean, not through the season, but they, they, they picked it up eventually, you know? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that, they, what they did was, because it, it was based on a true story, if you didn't yeah. know that. It was based on a true story that the Athletics did in, Nick, what year was it? I forget what year it was. Um, like 2008 or something like that. I want to say yes. I'll double check. But, like, it goes your point because, like, that's definitely something that you easily do in baseball, and we've seen it done. And, um, you know. Because um, they. I think with that... baseball, it's harder because you can do that with offensive players, but if you don't do something with your pitching, it doesn't matter who you have yeah. on the offensive side. You're not going to win games, especially in the postseason. Yeah, no. Which is why yeah. I think it's arguably easier, but also harder because you have to make sure you do it in every aspect of your team, not just the offense. Which I think yep. that's hurt other point. teams, like the Yankees. They have probably the most dangerous baseball lineup of, if not all time, it's got to be up there. You know, oh, Stanton, yeah, and they just signed Judge, Garrett. What's it? What's his name? And they just signed uh, Garrett Cole Garrett to Cole. a huge kind contract to be their ace, which is huge. Yeah, which I th- and honestly, even though I'm a Red Sox fan, that was the smartest thing they could have done. Instead of trying to sign some big bat again, going after a pitcher, because what has plagued the Yankees and so many other teams in baseball who've tried to just stack their lineup is when it comes to the postseason their pitchers get rocked, whether it's their starters it's, or their the bullpen. It's kind of what bothers me about the Cardinals. Like, okay, so the Cardinals weren't a great team two years ago. Last year, you know, they struggled at first in the, you know, the regular season, and then they picked it up. But that's what it was. I mean, they they just – I don't know. The Cardinals in the postseason could not – Against the Nationals, I mean, they couldn't hit for their lives, you know, and their pitchers were getting, you know, taken yards. Yeah, I mean, it's the same way for the Red Sox, too. I mean, yeah, the Red Sox are probably a lower team even for their lineup. But the lineup is, I would say, a lot better than the whole pitching staff there. And that's been always the biggest thing that I've seen by the Red Sox that our weakness is, and I'm so bad at, is just the pitching. Yeah. I mean, you got Chris Sale, who has Tommy John's surgery and is out for this whole season. Erod shut down for now because of COVID. I mean, he doesn't – I think he just came back and he tested negative, but he's still in, like, quarantine mode or some type of stage or something. Yeah, they're going to – Coming like, back. They're going to reevaluate him, like, next week. Yeah. And our third stringer – well, not third stringer. Our third pitcher in our starting rotation 
Nathan Evaldi started tonight. Yeah. And it's not to like bash on Evaldi at all. I have so much respect for him, especially what he pulled off in the World Series. Yeah. But that's just not normal. And I think that has part of to do with the Red Sox not building pitching in the farm system or looking for it enough, but also COVID, obviously. But yeah. it wouldn't be an issue with COVID if they had built it up more over time. Because all their top prospects that, they, that they've had come up, whether they either get rid of them or they play, you got Yoan Moncada, who is now a rising star, second baseman in the White Sox. The White Sox also have a one of a uh, top pitching prospect in Michael Kopech, who can hit like triple digits almost with ease, who the Red Sox traded in the Chris Sale trade. And then you have Rafael Devers, and Andrew Benintendi, who are two offensive players who came up and are and are good. Don't get me wrong, they're amazing. But who's the, who's the pitchers? Yeah, exactly. Like, because we have people who come up and try to be in the bullpen all the time, or be like a fifth, sixth alternate rotation player for an injured pitcher or something. But like, they never stay long. You and never, I feel like you, you never hear about them. I feel like that's been just for a couple of years now with the rest of us. We've been like plagued with the injuries, especially yeah. for the pitchers. And that just gets us so, cause we'll have some, we'll have good pitchers mm-hmm. and then we get injured. And then the, mm-hmm. the rest, the rest after that, like. There's no depth. Yeah, no, none at all. Well, I mean, look at the pet. Look at the past two World Series winners. Last year, you had you have the Nationals, who have Max Scherzer, um, Steven Strasburg. They got um, they had a nice they had a nice pitch. Pretty sure location. they got Patrick Corbin, I believe. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Patrick. They got Patrick Corbin. They have Sean Doolittle in the for the bullpen, who started off in Washington, kind of shaky, but I think ended up pretty good. And it, it's like they didn't have the best lineup by far. And plus, no one thought Howie Kendrick would have a career postseason, like time time of his whole career. But I mean, it happened, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, they had they have young stars, kind of in. Well, they definitely have it in Juan Soto. Juan Soto, um, Trey Turner is pretty good. Um, but I mean, they did lose Anthony Rendon after last year, so. Yeah. You know. Maybe that pitching can bring him back again. I don't know because I think what got Where him out of there. Go? Um, Rendon went to the Angels. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to switch teams or anything, but uh, it's. I guess it's kind of the same with the Cardinals. Like, uh, I mean, they lost this. I forget his name. He played for the Marlins the year before. I'm drawing a blank. Ozuna. Ozuna. Yeah. Yeah. And they also lost um, Michael Walker to the Mets. And other than that, I think they signed. I. I like two, I don't know, two left-handed pitchers. But, I mean, other than that, I know they drafted a third baseman 
in the first round of the draft, which I thought was, I guess I was a little confused by it, but I guess I'm not surprised at the same time because, I mean, their starting third baseman is Matt Carpenter and I, who's more of a traditional third baseman. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's I don't know. I, th- I thought they should have drafted a pitcher. Yeah, I said I thought the same thing about the Red Sox, and they ended up drafting like a second baseman. Yeah, second baseman. I know they drafted a pitcher the year before. Yeah, they, I, they drafted. I think he played at Kentucky. They drafted. I don't remember uh, his name. I think it was Jay Groom. Although it was a left-handed the, kid. I think it was Jay Groom, but I can't remember if he was last year or the year before. I know he was one of their top pitchers. So that they traded that they drafted but, recent years. But the Red Sox drafting that second baseman, I have heard a lot where it's like it reminds everyone of Pedroia. So I mean, if and if that's yeah. true, if that's true, then I mean, I don't. Well, mind. yeah, but no one thought about Pedroia being Pedroia until oh wait, obviously, yeah, rookie of the year. So, um, or not rookie of the year as of seven, I think. No. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy because you know, it, it's just crazy how teams could have that money and spend it on so many people. Yet, half the mo- majority of the time, the teams that do that don't end up winning. <laughs> and I know I keep yeah, isn't it weird how? Sorry, say what you're saying. I know, like I know you you keep you keep going back to the Red Sox, but it's like. When they signed Pablo Sandoval, Hanley Ramirez, and David Price, it was like, okay, this is it. This is it. We're going to win, like, three World Series in the next seven to ten years. It's going to be great. Sandoval barely played. I've, I've Hanley was never panned out to what he had to be. And Price wasn't productive until the last two three years, really. Yeah. I was going to say, um, about paying all these players a lot of money, haven't you noticed that a lot of these players, when they get these big, big contracts, they don't perform as well? Oh, yeah. Look at um, Chris Davis on the Orioles. At one point, he had, like, one of the biggest contracts in baseball. Obviously, it's been surpassed by now. But, like, he had a huge contract. He was a star on that team. He hasn't he hasn't hit He's over 200 in, like, the past three, four years. He's disappeared. <laughs> And to talk about a guy who makes that much money who can't hit above the Mendoza line, which is 200, like, that's like, in any other team, that guy'd be gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was, didn't he have like, uh, there wasn't, wasn't there like a time where he, he didn't get a hit for like, was yeah. it like 50 something at bats? Oh my goodness! You know it's crazy. Is it like most people oh, yeah. would have been out of a job by probably then? halfway in, in that time? Like you know, I, it's really I think just the money because I mean, cut a guy who you still have to pay that much money to. Yeah, and no one's gonna trade for him. Yeah, you're stuck <laughs> so, with them. You're yeah, stuck. You might as them. well just slap him in there. I mean, the Orioles are pretty much a glorified AAA team to begin with. So, <laughs> oh man, oh god, yeah, they're like the Washington Redskins of 
I would say I would, I would say maybe worse than the Washington Redskins. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I think they're fine. The the Cleveland Browns 20, of yeah twenty sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, what well, that was sad, dude. I it it got to a point where I was like, dude, like I just want to see them win. Like, I did it so bad for that franchise and the fans. Imagine buying season tickets and ha- watching your team go zero yeah. sixteen. But um, it's 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 just crazy, you know. We live in a world where teams can just splurge in whoever they want because they're amazing, and then they just play ball. Like Mookie Betts wakes up, plays the game he loves, and gets paid millions of dollars. I'd love that job, you know. So, like, so I was doing the math the other day. So, yeah, in a nor- normal normal baseball season. Um, they play, um, I want to say a total, because I think the contract still goes through, um, I want to, I'm pretty sure it still goes through the post, postseason, but if, yeah, we'll just, we'll just use the 162 regular season. So $365 million. So that's how much he's getting paid over twelve years. So per ye- per twelve years starting next season, that's thirty million a year. Holy sh- Jesus! And so divide that by, um, because he's only obviously getting paid when he's playing games. One hundred and sixty-two. Mm-hmm. He gets paid. $187,757.20 a game. Damn. So now we're going to divide this by by inning. So per, <laughs> per inning, he gets $20,861. Divided by three for outs. Six thousand nine hundred. Like, can you imagine just sitting there and you can just count how much money you're making <laughs> by these six thousands? Like yes. last walk- night, first out of the game, seven grand right there. Well, I mean, not I- this season, but like first game of the year for one out, first out of the whole entire game. Up, oh, that's seven grand right there. I can go home. <laughs> I I walk up to bat just be like this is like six grand for me right now yeah oh it's crazy well now we all now we... dude I I get hit by a major league pitcher <laughs> for that amount of money like I like yeah but then you just have to use all that money for medical expenses medical bills yeah <laughs> not more <laughs> yeah, that's fine I won't go to the hospital. <laughs> Just live it for the rest of my life. Yeah, pretty much. Like a a crater (laughs) on your left cheek from just the baseball that hit you. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I know. I feel like that leaves more than a crater. I think that (laughs) like demolish your entire 
cheek. Like, I don't know. Your like, face. Dude, that would probably break yeah, your I, jaw. I, I, that's a safe bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we also know who's the math guy in the group, too. Nick. I'm using a calculator, okay? I'm not, like, some math <laughs> genius. This is a calculator, not some weird thing in my brain. Jeez. But, you know, speaking of weird things, well, not weird, but new things. <laughs> Cleveland Indians are discussing ch- name, uh, changing the name of their team from Indians to uh, who knows now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think they, they haven't gotten anywhere in talks yet. As far as I'm aware, I but I I think I for me, the difference between this and the Redskins is that, again, this is as far as I'm aware, the Indians are talking to members of the Native American community about the name, because I think if it doesn't offend them, or if they don't have an issue with it, or if there's even it. anything they want to change about it and they're willing to do it, they're going to change. They're going to keep it. Which I feel like if there's yeah. a way to go about doing it, that's the way to do it. Because I'm sorry. If a Karen's offended yeah. by the name of my team, <laughs> I don't care. No, I mean, I mean, the thing is, is like. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, obviously, I'm sorry. It's, it's a... <laughs> no, nah, you're good, man. I was just going to say, like. Oh, like... man. Okay, for example, like. If you if you have your name as like the Indians, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. But when you have like the Redskins, because yeah. I think like, there's a huge I think is derogatory. Yeah, that is, that is like, different. Okay, but I mean, so like for example, you have the you have the huh? no continue. I was just saying it, it is different, but I don't know. Like for example, you have I. I do not like the Florida State Seminoles. Yeah. I'm a Gator, a hundred percent. But I was going to say, like, for example, you have the Florida State Seminoles. I mean, they're called the Seminoles, and they have, um, you know, they're allowed to do that because I forget what it is, but they, they, I think they've talked to like the. Oh my goodness, I can't remember what it is, but but they're they're allowed to have that name, like mm-hmm. like, uh, it's not it's not. Bad. Like they've talked to like you know they like I mean? yeah yeah talk like to that the, tribe the, or community. Yeah, exactly. So they have permission. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they do it respectfully. It's not like the Redskins where it's yeah. like it's I, like yeah. dude. I mean, that is like that's just it's not cool. I really like, also think like like you said, Tristan, with the Redskins. I think Washington could have went about it a different way too. Because I, I feel like yeah, because there's two sides to this. Because people, people want the imagery of that that whole community and people to be to be talked about and to be celebrated. And I completely agree. Yeah, but by getting rid of every yeah. aspect of it, branding, it, I mean, it, that, it that doesn't. Kind of, that kind of takes it away, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and I'm not justifying the the term. No. But like the logo, why does the logo have to go? Yeah, you can and change it, the name. It's the thing. If, if you're telling me you can't come up with something, then you need to hire new people. Honestly, I mean, listen, like, i've I've seen, I've seen Instagram comments with better, 
uh, new football team names than the Washington football team. Oh, my team. gosh. They're, they're like, literally just the Alabama like, Crimson Tide of the NFL. That's literally <laughs> what they are, except they're not good. <laughs> what do you the, – the Crimson Tide are – are you talking about, like, for college football? Yeah. Well, their uniforms are the same design with the numbers on the helmets. That's what they're doing. I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't say that they're the – I wouldn't even give them that much. They're definitely – the Redskins are definitely not the, the Alabama. Oh, I think Alabama but, Crimson Tide should replace the, replace the Washington Washington football team oh, in the I, NFL. I do too, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, like, dude, I I don't know, man. I mean, you, you – like we say like, oh, like this college team could probably beat you know, this professional team, but it's like, when you think about it, it's like, do you really think they could? I, I think Alabama I mean, like, could. Th- th- this is an NFL the team. That Nick Saban's their head coach. Well, yeah, but now the Redskins have Ron Rivera. That is very true. Pretty good. But I think I would take Nick Saban over Ron Rivera. But didn't Nick Saban try his time in the NFL? True. I don't that know, That is man. true. Yeah, that is I, a valid and point. it didn't work out valid so point. well. Like some coaches are only meant to be college coaches. Yeah, you know yeah exactly. I mean? Very true. Because I think but here's Pete Carroll's had the opposite effect. Yeah, he, like he tried college and he wasn't awful in college, but like I think he's probably he can better. Argue that he's better in the NFL. I think. Yeah. To the other to the point with Washington, I also think when I was saying they could have done a whole different route, I really see they should have done the route that the Indians want to do because mm-hmm. now when you talk to that community, now you can actually figure out a yeah. whole new you, branding idea. Well, like new name and still somehow. Yeah. You can find something that really, really, that people just really, really like. Yeah. yeah. When you talk to that so, community, you find mm-hmm. a whole new name and, but still somehow are, is able to keep some of that branding. Yeah, because, you know, I think for the Indians, I mean, personally, I see it almost the opposite way of the, the Redskins in terms of the name and logo. I think the Indians, and the logo might be more of the issue than the actual name as opposed to the yeah. Yeah. the name and the logo on the Redskins. Yeah. Because I don't think there should be any problem with the logo on the Redskins because it's the same exact one as, like, half of the high school teams in, in America probably. And some and, kind- I mean, it's pretty similar to the Seminoles one. Yeah. It's the head of a Native American. And if you find that offensive, then I feel like yeah. that's on, I don't know. I feel like that's the opposite effect of. I Please. I mean, it's used a lot because, I, I mean, I volunteer at a at a football, for a youth football team that is called the Darlington Braves. And they, they have the pretty much the same logo. Yeah. But I, I definitely see the, the, the name Redskins as being problematic. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah. I just feel yeah. like they definitely could have come up with something better than the Washington football team. Yeah. Yeah, like, I could literally give you something right now. The Washington Huskies. I don't know. That already sounds better than the Redskins oh, yeah. and the football oh, yeah. team. <laughs> or, like, and I don't know, like. And that's not even, like, the best thing, I'm sure, the best name. You know what Are I mean? Did they take Seminoles? Is there, like, a copyright issue? Because that way you could keep the no logo, idea, you know, keep but... the representation alive, but 
change the name. Yeah. And that way, that way you can actually maybe like honor a tribe. Yeah. You know, I don't like, know if Seminole's more of a Florida local yeah. tribe, or maybe maybe use one that was local to that area. Yeah, to the Washington area or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, who knows? I mean, I mean, they could literally come up with anything, you know. Yeah. It just depends on whether they want to stick with, you know, if they want to keep it a little bit the same, or they would just want to completely change it, you yeah. know. Because I think I think it's right now just a temporary thing. I don't I don't know if it's officially going to be their next season football brand. No, it's it's not. They're using it right now until they can find an actual. Yeah, See, that, that makes sense. But what's funny is yeah, that... I think they're going to use it for this season. It'll it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but I uh, think it's funny because a guy in the area of DC and everything, I think he got like a ton of team names that they could have used because they published an article that I don't know if you saw about all the possible names they could have. Cause like, I, I think one of them was the Washington Huskies. One was like the Washington Red Wolves or something. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. But he like got them all copyrighted or something. And uh, like the yeah. the Washington football team would have to like pay him, pay him a ton of money. Like royalties. Or something like that, royalties or whatever. Yeah. It's a really, like, jerk. I feel like it's a really jerk thing to do, but also, like, the funniest and smartest thing you could possibly do. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Nick, on MLB, talking about new, I read that the Giants hired the first female coach. Yeah, um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Giants um, made the news recently because I, it's not um, – so to clarify, she's not the manager of the team like Alex Corey used to be the manager of the Red Sox. <laughs> no, or, she's, like um, the third, she's like the third baseman coach, right? Yeah, she's a, one of the top coaches in the, on the staff, which is the highest position a female has ever reached in, on a major league baseball team. Yeah. Good for her. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Dude, that's I'm telling you, there's a ton that. of. Cause you think you got to think about how, and and this is an assumption. I don't know how all these backstories of how they love baseball, but you have a we have all those dads who grew up loving the game, right? And if they don't have a boy, they have a girl, but they still love baseball, it's still going to be passed down to them. Yeah, yeah. and you know they can they could also involved. easily have been softball stars, played softball in college or high school. Yeah, or just yeah. wicked knowledgeable and know what they're doing, which is probably true. It's kind of like uh, I think Greg Popovich, the coach for the San Antonio Spurs, has a. I think he has a female on his. Yeah, she's uh, one of the assistant coaches. As a. Yeah, which I think is good, man. I think there definitely needs to be more of that. You know, it needs to be in. You know, you need to have. Both genders. I I think it shouldn't just be completely dominated by by just guys. But I'm not saying that like yeah. you should just start hiring girls. You should earn it. Just they should get them. I mean, like they hire it, you know? who you think yeah, is the exactly. most qualified. That's the thing. Yeah, it's kind of like don't just hire them because they're girls. Hire them because like like you truly believe yeah. that they you know that they can make a difference. It's like or you, that's why you shouldn't hire you shouldn't hire 
you sh- that's oh, yeah. how you should go about it. At least I think. Like, and I'm not just saying that, you know, like, uh, to say it, I'm saying it because, like, I know, okay, so, like, earlier, I think it was this this summer, the the NFL made a rule where teams would get, like, rewarded for hiring coaches of, mm-hmm. you know, who are, like, minorities. But I'm saying, like, don't just hire somebody because of their skin color hire them based on you know the job you think you know like how qualified they are and the job that you think that they can do you know because you know i think in the world of sports it's it's yeah it's sad that we don't see enough of it but i think in all aspects of life it might be the easiest way to do it because it brings everybody together like that locker room mentality we come from all different backgrounds all different beliefs and we all put it aside to achieve one common goal you know and I think I think we yeah exactly as fans of the sport as athletes as podcast just people who know a lot about sports enjoy it have played it should realize is that it's about making the sport the team and the memories special. It's not about pleasing a a a group who could care less about the actual game team or like why we play sports it's it's about building a team and you know the people who should do that exactly who should work for those teams or organizations whether it's executive or like janitors or any aspect they should earn the job or position because they earned it because they're qualified and mostly at least in my opinion also their character because you may be the most qualified person for the job but if I find you to be a jerk, I don't care what your beliefs are, your skin color or gender. I'm not going to hire you. I'm going to hire the guy who may be less qualified, but I know that I can get along with him. And I think he's going to make the people around him work better because they can work together. Exactly. And if, Someone who's if gonna it's a girl, that's amazing. I think that's awesome. Dude, yeah, by, I'd be more than happy to hire a, a, you know, to hire a woman and have her a part of my staff as long as I, as long as, you know, I, I you know, I get along with her and, and I know that she's qualified, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I, it doesn't matter to me. Like, it doesn't matter what you look like, who you yeah. are, you know what I mean? To me, as long as, as, as long as you, your intentions are, you know, to, to do the best that you can for the team. Yeah, I, that's all that matters yeah. to me, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I just I think I I just think that it's it's about time that we start to get women more involved oh, yeah. in sports. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely a bias. There's definitely a bias. But but I I think it's it's yeah. gently going away. I mean, there's definitely a gap that you can see when it comes to the amount of men who are in sports and the amount of women who are in sports. Because yeah. I, I think now you see it's a lot predominantly of women male. taking a lot of smaller jobs or like smaller organizations, but at top positions. So I slowly, I think it's, it's getting better, which is a great sign. And I think yeah. this is, this is a huge step. It's a huge step. Well, cause I mean, yeah. even the, I think a Celtics assistant coach or something who's a woman, was just hired to be the head coach of the Duke women's basketball team, I believe. 
That's cool. Something like to that oh, wow. extent. That's cool. Which which is amazing. I mean, it's a loss for the Celtics, but it's great for her. Yeah, I, that's awesome. So into the NBA, that you know that she could get that she has the, where she actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's one thing worth like being an assistant in the NBA, but I mean, you get to coach your own college basketball team, and it's Duke. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know that's a little different in women's basketball. It's not like the UConn, but it's still Duke, you know? It is. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Duke is a basketball school. Yeah. So but going I mean, into the NBA a little bit, so warm-up warm up games starting. Scrimmages are starting this week. Yep. And Exciting. the league is planning to start back up well, the 30th. exhibition games on the 30th of July. Yep. Um. And recently, Nuggets rookie Bull Bull went off. And I don't mean like he scored 40 points, 20 rebounds, 15 blocks kind of off because, I mean, he's not. That'd be crazy. I mean, he's not LeBron or Anthony Davis, obviously. (laughs) But for, for a guy with the background of Bull Bull, I think this is a great definition of going off because he had 16 points I believe I think 10 or 12 rebounds and like 6 blocks and X amount of assists which for a guy who I think played like 3 games in college before breaking his foot or something yeah and I think that's huge coming coming into a situation like this because this isn't G League anymore this is this is NBA yeah, he ain't playing. Yeah, this is as hard as it gets. Yeah, I mean, this is like the top of the top. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you guys see him get? I I think he like was dribbling down the court and he literally just pulled up from three and splashed it in some guy's face. Well, if Bobo like, can start shooting threes, and everybody <laughs> better dude, watch if, out. Yeah, if Bobo can do that, dude, put the league on. He didn't put the league on notice. Honestly. Well, then Ta- Taco better start shooting threes. <laughs> Dude, all he has to do all he has to do is stand in the paint and like drop the ball from as high as he can over the Oh, it's ball. so funny. And you're it's good. so oh, funny watching him. It's so funny. I watch, I've, I've seen some of those G League games and I I just start laughing. I just start cuz like when those guys that just like start to post up on him, and he's just standing there like nothing. It, <laughs> they laugh, and like when he goes to block, like normally you'll think it's some type of goaltending Dude, something on another he... person, on another person. But for him, it's just normal. <laughs> it's just he can literally go over the top. It's funny because like that's... he doesn't even have to jump to block people, like. His, no, his, he, his arms are so his, long that all he has to do he, is like raise his arm up. He doesn't need to jump to dunk. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like when I, I it's it's people like that that make me go like, hey, can you share, <laughs> can you share a little bit? <laughs> I genuinely hope Brad Stevens Brad Stevens gives him more playing time. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. Sometimes, also, like when I when I see his highlights and I see when they lob the ball to him, I get worried. 
because he's actually jumping, and I feel like he's going to hit his head on something. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't know, oh, but man. I mean, hey, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy because you hear all these headlines about people breaking the bubble and stuff in the NBA. And to me, it's so ironic because these are all people who are like, yeah, I can't wait to play basketball again, you know. Basketball's back, man. Yet they go break the rules because they're too lazy to wait for the DoorDash delivery driver to come to their floor. <laughs> well, I, I heard that. So they uh, go to the lobby, which breaks, like, the bubble code, apparently. I, I don't know. Yeah, there was some yeah. basketball player. I think he was. I think he plays for the Kings where he went outside to go get his food from DoorDash, and he had to quarantine for, like, 10 days. I think it was <laughs> Wasn't it Rashad Holmes? That's what like, I was gonna yeah. say, but I didn't want to like name, say the name and I, then say it incorrectly. I just I heard about was a it. Kings player. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Rashad Holmes. But even his mom went on Twitter and was calling him out on it. it oh man! <laughs> oh boy! This is this what? It, oh man! This when you think you you missed it. Mom called but, you out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> NBA player. Oh boy, yeah, I'd but be, I'd be embarrassed. It's not just him because, like, I guess they created the NBA created an anonymous hotline. Yeah, and some players are like, "Don't, don't be a snitch on the hotlines." Like, okay, so don't <laughs> snitch on the players who could potentially infect you all with a pretty bad disease. FYI, also could potentially end the whole chance of having an NBA season or finishing the one day. You started. FYI. Yeah, dude, and you're reducing but that's competition. Just me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, dude, get that dude taken out of the game. <laughs> but it's just, I've heard sometimes like the NBA players have to like act, so not just but like actually be serious about when they go for DoorDash or whatever what, to get something, but they're saying to also please dress properly. Like, what does that mean? Like, are these guys coming out, like, in their underwears, naked? Like, what? Like, why well, why, do, why? does the NBA have to tell you dress properly? I have a saying. If there's a rule, there's a hilarious story behind it. Which means there's hilarious stories behind why you have to. It's, it is a rule now to dress appropriately to come pick up your food. <laughs> Because at one point in time, someone didn't, and it was funny but bad at the same time. Yeah. Oh man. But I guess- uh, it's it's gonna be good with sports back. I think. <laughs> I think the country. I think the athletes. I think a lot. I think a lot of people needed this. Oh no! Yeah. You know. Sure. Uh, I just read though too. Back to the NFL. The Chiefs, one of the Chiefs guards, opted out of his contract so he could continue uh, working at a care facility in Canada. Hmm. Yeah. That's nice. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is it? Because I think he was acting as a, he was um, working as a nurse. Like Dude, I don't mean to change the conversation from football, but did you guys hear that Mike Tyson is coming out of retirement to fight? Yes, yes we do. Yo. Dude, it's he's, crazy. He's 
at 54 years old. Dude, I love Mike Tyson. Oh, my goodness. And you know what's funny? <laughs> and, and still looked amazing. Yeah, bro, he's shredded. Dude, he, he's I mean, broke. he's jacked. Like, dude, he'll, he will, bro, he will mess you up. His even, fast, even at the age of 54. His fast hands are still there, too. I was, I was watching his, yeah, his uh, promo type thing. I was like, holy cow. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, know, I remember like, all the hype between he's just a Mayweather coming back and fighting McGregor, but like, this is, and then Mayweather and Pacquiao, yeah. but like, this is Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Could not be anymore. It's gonna. Who, who's he playing? I'm because so I know it's Jones. I don't even know what like, is, but is uh, it John Jones? No, it's, no it's it's some other guy that was that's retired. I think he's retired too, or something like that. He was. He I was don't a, know the name of these guys. He was a past but, champ. Uh, I do watch MMA. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, you think those two fights were big? I can't imagine that this fight won't be one of the most watched things this year. <laughs> we lost. Huh? We lost Tristan. Lost Tristan. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, dude. Anyway, dude. <laughs> I mean, you, like you think about it, everyone lost their mind over Mayweather and McGregor and Mayweather, uh, Mayweather and Pacquiao. Yeah, and it's like. Now you get Mike Tyson. Tyson. Everyone's going to go crazy. Like, literally yeah. everyone. And that's going to be definitely a fun fight to watch. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm back. I mean, I don't I don't yes. watch a lot of fights, and I'm definitely going to be watching that fight. Yeah. Oh, me too. Dude, are you – are you guys are you guys going to watch the fight tomorrow? I believe it's tomorrow. It's it's Robert Whitaker versus Darren Till. Oh, I want to watch it, dude. I'm so excited for that fight. And the thing is, like, I don't know who to root for because I love Robert Whitaker, but I also really like Darren Till. I think so. It's like, I think I want Whitaker. I think. Yeah, but I don't know, man, because I really like Darren Till. Like, I think, like, I think what 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 made me start liking Darren Till was. Uh, Dude, he's been trolling um, Mike Perry. <laughs> oh, man. It, and it's just so funny to watch, man. Because, like, I don't know. It's just entertaining. You know, it's like the back and forth. Yeah. And he's gotten, like, personal, too, with Mike Perry talking about his girlfriend and stuff. So it's like, oh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Boy. But the thing is, is I don't think they're going to fight because Mike Perry is at one step is a is a a welterweight and right now there until is fighting at middleweight, which is uh one weight class above. And uh there until also said that he isn't going to, he isn't looking to fight uh um, Mike Perry because after the fight tomorrow, I believe it's tomorrow um, after the Robert Whitaker fight, he says that if he wins, the only fight he wants is, is to fight for the title, which yeah is going to either be Israel Adesanya or Paulo Costa, depending on who wins that fight. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, dude, I would love to see Paulo Costa win the UFC belt. Um, and then I don't know, man. I don't know what I'd want to watch from there after that. I, I'd love to see what they, what they decide to put together. Talking about the UFC, Tristan, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think about last uh, fight card? The, fight the Jorge card. Masvidal one. Well, all well, we can all we can talk about all three title shots. Yeah. Okay. No, I just didn't know if that's the one you were talking about. Uh, the Usman versus Masvidal card. Honestly, dude, I'm sorry. No disrespect to Volkanovski, but Max Holloway won that fight. He was just flat out robbed. I was saying the same thing. Because I was, got, yeah. Watched it, but then I was looking at it again today, actually, and I mean, I'll give full credit to uh, Volk. What's ooh? I can't. Volkanovski, Alexander Volkanovski. Volkanovski. I cannot pronounce him. Say his name. No, you're good. It's um, it's complicated. Because I mean, he. Both of them were aggressive. I'll say that. Both of them were hella aggressive. And especially Volkanovski, like, mentally. And him being the champ- him being the champion. And obviously, like, so he was being really aggressive mentally and he was getting there. But Holloway was controlling that for the most. You know, but the thing is, is like, dude, it's I don't even know how you 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 give it to Volkanovski because like, okay, look, like I watched the entire fight. Max Holloway knocked him down three times. Yeah. So and he won like I you could say he won the first two rounds and then you could say he won the third round. And or you could say he lost. I I don't know, man. I I had him winning like the first three rounds, if I remember correctly. But he knocked, dude. He had he knocked Volkanovski down three times, and I think it was like once in each. It was once in each round, yeah. I think, for the first three rounds. And then after that, it was close. But I would have given it three two Holloway. You know what I mean? I just I I can't. It's hard for me to to be okay with Volkanovski winning because I just I feel like I genuinely just don't think he won that fight. I don't think. And even Dana White said they have bad. Ju- it was it's yeah, bad Dana, judging. I was gonna say that Dana White was saying that they need to fix their judges, because it's true though. Because like you could see Holloway was had he was he like, was just it was, it was frustrating for him. You you could you could you could like you said. And you could see it like he was winning most of those rounds. And yeah, yeah, okay. Volkanovski was pushing back later in the in the fight, but there was that time period in the middle where, come on now, like you had to have given it to Holloway. There was no Volkanovski was able in one in any of those middle rounds be able to win it over what Max Holloway did to him. Yeah, and the thing is, is that like now it leaves you in an awkward situation because it's like, what do you do? You know, do you give Holloway the immediate the, the rematch, even though he's he's lost both fights to Volkanovski, he lost his title to Volkanovski, and he lost the the title fight to get his title back. So now, do you let him get a rematch, or do you have somebody else fight Volkanovski? You know what I mean? And then it it's it's also just weird because 
I don't know. I I just I there's definitely a problem with the officiating. I mean, I get it. People see things differently, and I guess judges weigh. They I guess like they weigh it differently. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but like something that happens in the fight might matter more to one judge than it does to the other judge. You know what I mean? Mm. But But even then, I I just, I don't understand how you give it to Volkanovsky because like you can say it was a close fight, but it it really shouldn't have been that close. You know what I mean? Like, like Max Holloway won that fight. He knocked him down three times. I don't think he got knocked down once. But I no. mean, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, but it's I, unfortunate, and it is what I, it is. Dana Way was saying they need better judges, but like I've also heard from like other fighters and everything that they don't blame the judges, but they they blame the system. And I still don't see how that's a thing. Yeah, I know there are different systems of judging, but like it's still a preference by the judge. So to say that. It's system. It's blamed the system over judges. I still don't really understand that because, like, the judges still determine either if they're going by the system or what. They're still going a preference over someone determining by. It kind. You know what? It, you know what? It kind of reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of the John Jones Dominic Reyes fight because Dominic Dominic Reyes won the first three rounds. Like, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he just he. He beat John Jones pretty badly the first three rounds, yeah. And then in the the you know the last two rounds, the fourth and fifth rounds, John you could say John Jones won those, yeah. But it's like it's like you know why I think they gave it to Volkanovski. I think the reason they did it is because he was already the champion, you know. Yeah, and they no, were they just all... like, and they were just they like, all... you know what? It was close. So we'll just, you know, we'll we'll give it to Volkanovski. They always do that in, in MMA and boxing. They do that all the time. Whenever it's a close card for the judges, they always give it to the champion. They always do. But yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, what you think about you had... Jose um, the Jose Sato fight? The Jose Aldo versus Peter Young yeah, fight. I thought yeah. that was a great fight, but I think it it went on for too long. Like it should have been stopped earlier. I think I, it was a fourth round. It was a fourth round TKO by Peter Young. But dude, it, you, I'm sorry, man. I don't know who was who was you know refereeing that fight. Yeah, but it was he, like he was letting Jose try to come dude, back. He just let him get like beat up, man. He was yeah. on the floor. He and notice how like. So like there, the thing was is that Peter Jan had Jose Aldo on the floor and he's and he's hitting him and he's hitting him and Jose Aldo really isn't doing anything but covering up. Yeah. And then it's like right before he stopped it, Jose Aldo would like move, and and, and I guess like him moving or trying to move or trying to do something got the ref to just not stop the fight. But there, I don't know, man. I I thought that went on way too long. I'm happy Peter Jan won that fight. I was rooting for Peter Jan, but um, it and was, I had Peter Jan winning the fight. But I thought it was a great fight. I just think it it it, it should have been stopped a, a little earlier. Because I mean, the referee is supposed to you're supposed to be there for the fighter, you know, for the fighter's safety. You know, you if you if you don't see a guy really defending himself 
or moving and he's just sitting there on the floor laying down getting you know eaten alive yeah he'd stop the fight because i mean dude imagine getting punched in the head 16 more times than you're supposed to or even more than that like that can cause serious brain damage you know no, he was. Yeah, they talk about head injuries in football. Can't imagine MMA. Yeah, MMA. You're boxing. boxing you know? Yeah, yeah. Or there's, I don't know, no protection, and you're just getting your head bashed in. And he was getting battered, like, and you could see on the ground too. There was so much blood on on the on the mat. But yeah. um, so I it think. Was- it was just bad, man. It was really bad. So I think getting to the fight that everyone was talking about. I'm gonna you... be honest with. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, 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 I had Kamara Usman winning. I didn't really see Jorge Masvidal winning. I didn't see him knocking Usman out, and I really did not see him winning by decision. Because, like, yes. I know everybody's on the Masvidal hype train, but like, dude, yeah. Kamara <laughs> Usman is is just he's a he's better on the ground, and I and he's not he's not bad at stand up. You know what I mean? Like, like he can fight. So and so I feel like whenever he felt like Masvidal, you know, hit him a little too hard or, or like was touching him up a little bit, I felt like he would just he would just take the fight to the ground, and that's basically what he did. Yeah. No, I did not. Masvidal is not competing with him on the ground. I'm sorry, he's, he's I, just not. I really didn't know what to expect. For, first of all, for me, it was because, like, this was a whole completely new, different card. You know, so it wasn't a lot of time to prepare for both of them, and I didn't know what to expect. But I also knew. Well, first of all, Usman was longer, and every you know height, length, reach, whatever. So I knew, like, he could kind of keep Masvidal away from him. But then, like you like you were saying, his ground game is just way better than Masvidal. Yeah. And so, and it showed in the fight. Like, Usman was completely dominating the whole entire match. It's like, just, I, yeah. Look, like, like, Masvidal. I know, I know it went into decision, but that was like just a clear cut, easy decision. Yeah. I mean, look, like, the thing is, is that I know that, you know, you could make the argument that Jorge Masvidal took the fight on short notice. But guess what? Kamar Usman pretty much did too, because he yeah, had been th- training for Gilbert Burns. That's exactly what I was like saying. And I then, th- but nobody talks about that. And even if he had a full camp, if you give them both a full camp, I mean, what do you honestly expect is going to change? What that 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 Jorge Masvidal is gonna is gonna be in better shape? Yeah, okay, you can make that argument, but I don't think him being in better shape is is gonna. I mean, yes, it makes a difference, but I don't think it's gonna make enough of a difference to get him the win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't see him. Dude, and then his game plan was just to throw power shots. And it was like, and it was just frequent. It was literally just him throwing like big, big punches and big kicks and heavy kicks. And that gassed him out. By yeah. the end of, by by the second round, 
by the by close to the end of the second round, you could already see him fading away a little. Yeah. And that's what happens when you take a fight when you're not when you're fighting on short notice. So you're already not in as great a shape as you could be. And then you start using exerting all your energy at the very beginning. I yeah. think that if he to have had a chance, I think what he should have done is not come out so aggressive the first two rounds. I think he should have just tried to maybe box with him, obviously, but um, I really think preserve you your energy for the later rounds. Uh, yeah, I think he really should have kind of just tried to read kind of like what Usman was trying to do, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't but, know, but like, I, I, I didn't see that fight going well for Masvidal anyways. Yeah, and it's funny that you were saying, you know, the whole Masvidal hype train because, I mean, it's true. Like, I, I really do think, like you were saying, everyone was probably on the Masvidal side. I mean, heck, even The Rock was having Masvidal. Yeah, that's because The Rock is from Miami, man. I, I'm Look, I'm from Miami, and I'm not on the – dude, <laughs> Nate Diaz all the way, bro. I, you heard it here first. I'm wearing my Nate Diaz hoodie right now. Um, I, find, I don't care, man. I find it so weird with you because, like, you're from Miami, but yet you're a Patriots fan. You're a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Yep. What? Well, I root it. I I I root. Houston, I root for you're, Germany when it comes to the the <laughs> World Cup. You're Houston. You're. <laughs> Houston I'm a Bayern Rock. Munich fan. You're Bayern Munich. I like yeah. James Harden. You're a Houston Rockets fan. <laughs> I'm not, okay, I'm a Houston Rockets fan because of James Harden. Look, I'm just gonna <laughs> do it like, like why I wouldn't like Houston for any other reason. But I mean, I don't mean the city. I mean the team. Like, like I'm just a James Harden fan. Okay, so okay. I root for Houston. I get, yeah, I get what you mean. But I don't know, man. <laughs> I just, I dude, I've never the only team that I like. That the, is in the same state as me are the Florida Gators, and I'm born in Miami, not Gainesville. So I like the rival team. You know what I mean, <laughs> dude? All my family are Hurricanes. That's dangerous, though, man. Yeah, it is, man. I I live in a Hurricane household. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, but Bobby Singer, dude, Brady Singer. I Brady can't, Singer. dude. I can't wait for Bobby for Singer. Alex Fajardo to. He got drafted by the Tigers. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait to see him play, man. I'm so excited. Jonathan India as well. When if he yeah, ever gets the, called up for the the Reds, yeah. Reds, yeah. Dude, I don't know, man. I'm excited. Harrison Bader plays for the Cardinals, and he was a Gator. So, hmm. yeah, man. My... All right, Tristan. What's your favorite? Do you follow hockey at all? I do. Okay. All right, okay. all right. Who's, Here... who's your NHL? All team? right, hear me out, though. Hear me out. The only reason that I, the reason that I became a fan of this team was because my grandfather one day I, I I was hanging out with my grandfather and he got me a gift. So he got me a San Jose Sharks shirt. And I was oh. like, oh dude, this is really cool. I was a little kid, so I was like, oh, this is really cool. So I'm a San Jose Sharks fan because I got a San Jose Sharks shirt as a kid and been a fan of them ever since and now they're they're horrible this year let me tell you after losing uh joe Pavel- what's his name pavelski joe pavelski wow Jeez. i i can respect that though i res- respect the 
the reason, the reason why yeah. you're a fan. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah, I just and I'm a Joe Thornton fan. I really like Jumbo Joe. <laughs> dude, I I'll, I'll literally sit on He's YouTube and just watch his fights. And he, and dude, he, <laughs> the dude can fight. Let me tell you. But yeah, it's heartbreaking every year. Yeah. Well, they were close. They're close. Yeah, they're close like every year, <laughs> and then and then it doesn't go well. <laughs> and then and yeah. then when they need it most, they can't score. They can't block yeah. shots. They give up like Long seven goals in the first. It feels like it. You know, they give up like seven goals in the. F- oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. The sharks break my heart. Well, but, do, you, do you see them because of this whole kind of new type of format? I guess. Do you think do you see them kind of make, making a way up there or no? Uh, you mean this season? Are they even in it? Yeah. No, they're not. They're 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 in like <laughs> la- Oh my god. Yeah, they're at the bottom, man. They're uh, they're boy. So they you don't need, really bad. You don't need to worry about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, man. I yeah. honestly this year I just I like I watched them cuz the thing is like when I root for a team like like I watch them but dude, I like I would watch the games and it was just it dude, it wasn't the same. Man. They were getting beat by like teams that were like in last place and they were getting beat like three zero or like three one or like four one. I'm like, dude, I get it. You know, you lose to a bad team here and there, but like this is like every other this like every other night. I mean it's just it's it's hard to watch, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're they 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 got rebuilding to do and they fired their coach. I think it's Peter DeBoer who was their old coach who now I think coaches for the the Knights. The rival team, yeah, and now the Knights are back in first place, or, or they, they, they were, they were, they didn't start off too hot, I don't think, and then now yeah. they're like back up near the top. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So, how do y'all feel about the new team? The NHL just added a thirty-second team to. Did they? Where in the there? league? They. It is the Seattle Kraken. Oh, that's right, Seattle Kraken. That's Dude, right. I didn't even know about this. I, I like, like the name. I like, I like the, the name. I like the name. I do. Uh, I think it's it's an interesting name. I'll tell you that. I don't. I don't hate it. I think it'll take me a little bit of time to like love it, but I to get. It's definitely unique. It's definitely unique. I will say I saw a concept thing for the jerseys, and those look sick. Those look. I haven't so seen cool. that yet. I I literally just found about out about them like right now on this podcast <laughs> but oh okay hold on guys do you guys know who alexander gustafson is yes okay how do you guys what do you guys think about his first fight at heavyweight against Verdun? i didn't even get to see it no 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 it hasn't happened yet i mean i mean like like what do you guys think is gonna happen do you think he's gonna win his first fight at heavyweight or lose how how long has it been? Because I really haven't really he, heard much about since. This is no, it's literally just his first fight. I don't know when it takes place, but I know he's gonna fight. So he he's originally, I believe, a light heavyweight, same division as John Jones. Was he was but a light? Now he's moving up to heavyweight, and he's gonna fight Verdun. And honestly, dude, he went from two hundred and five pounds at light heavyweight to two hundred forty 
and dude, I'm telling you, like he looks big, like, like I'm like he looks just. I you guys got to see it. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's it like it looks weird. I well, yeah, because I remember when he was in the light heavyweight, and I just remember him being super like skinny and tall. He yeah, it's. Imagining him like being tall and big, I, I can't. Absolute unit. I'm trying to find a picture of him at light heavyweight versus what he looked like at the weigh-in. Um. Versus his light heavyweight versus heavyweight photos, dude. It's just such a big difference. Obviously, it's like third. It's a thirty-five pound difference. He's, yeah, I think fighting at two forty, and he was two hundred five, but. It just it looks so awkward, man. I don't even know what to say. Like, but I'm rooting for him. I it, think he's gonna win. What was it? When was his last fight? Because I really don't remember hearing about him since. I'm not while. even sure, to be honest with you. Uh, let me see. Because I'm serious. I like, I really really don't remember hearing much about him. Like a couple, of, it's been like a couple of years ago. He almost beat John Jones, I think, the in their first fight, which nobody yeah. has ever beaten John Jones. Yeah, his no. only his only loss is after he got disqualified because he threw like illegal uh, illegal elbows, and even then he was winning that fight. But um, then he got then he got beat there the second fight. But um, let me see. I think his last fight was against Anthony Smith where he lost he got submitted in the fourth round mm. but other than that like is he must like huge as in muscular like broad big uh I mean I don't know like all these UFC fights he's 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 shredded I would say but it's kind of it's not like a Paulo Costa type of big. It's I'd have to show you a picture. He's a uh, I don't know. I guess average. Okay. I don't know, I'm just I'm excited about his. That's his weird. Game. I w- I would think he'd win if he gets to like if he's the same as he was before. I see him winning. I think he might. Um, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm rooting for him. He's one of my favorites. But uh, we'll see, man. We'll we'll have to talk about it on the next episode, whenever that is. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm just happy sports Dude. is coming back, and I'm happy the UFC stayed. Like it, it yeah. never really left. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I was happy too when. I heard about soccer coming back up. Um, yeah, they kind of did that for I think for the Bundesliga where they they started early, I believe. Yeah, they did. They were the first the first league really to kind of start it back. And your Bayern Munich won. I know, man. I I'm happy. Okay, I know that a bunch of people. Yeah, but hey, Liverpool a... won the Premier League, so let's not forget that. Well, like, you know what, man. Okay, look, everybody's gonna think I'm a bandwagon fan. I just I'm gonna clear this up. 
<laughs> Dude, the only re- the reason I started rooting for Germany in the World Cup was because like like I've always wanted to go to Germany. And dude, I don't know. Growing up, I had this like it was like a like I was always just intrigued by Germany, like 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 learning about the history and stuff like that. One day, I was just like, you know what, man? Like the World Cup is here, and I'm I'm gonna root for Germany. And also because like Thomas Mueller is my favorite soccer player. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, yeah. So so. And then I figured out he played for Bayern Munich, so I was like, dude, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Bayern Munich. And, like, I'm not – I don't know everything about soccer. Like, I'm not the the biggest, I guess, fanatic, but, like, I will watch it. I do watch them. I'm not, like, just there to, to talk about them when they win. Like, I'll, I watch all the games. And I – for anyone that listened to the podcast last time, I want to apologize because I had Nick don't laugh at me. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I thought I heard a giggle. It might have been Tristan or you. Uh, nah, man, it wasn't me. <laughs> okay, Tristan. Well, la di da. Because I just completely didn't really have facts that were kind of true or so. So I'm going to clear that stuff up and give new updates as well for soccer. So I think the biggest miss miss up that I did was probably the MLS. So (laughs) MLS when we last talked has like they did start uh they started a while before we um kind of recorded because they started in on the 8th of this month um they so they kind of technically recorded that episode on the 5th so Okay, but like when we got our episode out, I would say, I go, ah, yes, yeah, man, this is uh, exciting. Yeah, I mean, we there's a lot of stuff we can we can do with the podcast. You know, it we it'll it'll continue to get better as we go. Oh yeah. I'm excited, man. This is a lot of fun. It's just us and the boys, you know? Obviously, yeah. we're not all here, but I don't know who had the idea of starting a podcast, but God bless you. That was Nick. God bless you, Nick. I mean, I don't, I don't want to take all the credit. But I well, mean, I mean, yeah. it, I think it, it was talk. like a, we kind of talked about it. We, we talked about it, yeah. Dude, Campus the thing is, like, I've... I've started, I've thought about starting a podcast, but like I never had anybody to do it with. So now that like I have you guys here, we could finally do it. Yeah. And we we can build this, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and to the 15 people as of right now who have listened to our first episode. Really? Thank you very much. Oh, thank you guys. Awesome. awesome. Dude, I'm so, I'm so excited to be doing this. We all are, Tristan. 
for sure, man. So I think that wraps up this episode. Thank you for tuning back in to Beyond the Basic Sports. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. As obviously he just said, we uh we appreciate all the support and for all of you who listen. Truly, thank you. We hope to continue to make uh new episodes, if that's what you call them. And we can't wait to see how this goes and, and to see this podcast grow. And we're excited for all of you who are coming along with us. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I didn't I didn't know what else. All to... this sentimental words, sentimental words. And then it's just like yeah. pauses. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. See y'all next time. Oh my Hope god. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> bye bye